This is WKSU News. I'm Mark Earhart. This fall, media outlets, universities, and people around the world are remembering the year 1619, when a ship carrying more than 20 slaves came ashore in what is now Virginia. An exhibition at the Allen Memorial Art Museum in Oberlin looks at how artists are exploring slavery and the African diaspora. On this week's State of the Arts, I take us through the show, Afterlives of the Black Atlantic. I'm outside the museum, where I meet artist Jose Rodriguez. He's piecing together the skeleton of a 12-foot-tall shrine that will be installed inside the museum as part of the show. It's the Catholic Saint Regla, the Virgin of Rules and the patron saint of Havana. She represents, in the African diaspora, Yemanja, who is the goddess of the oceans and the waters. Rodriguez says the saint was originally brought to Cuba by enslaved Africans who, as a defense mechanism, practiced their religion with a face of Christian iconography. In one hand, she's carrying a whip, and in the other hand, she's carrying a cross. So it, the religion came at the price of, of punishment, in a sense. The slave trade from across the Atlantic Ocean started well before 1619, maybe even a century earlier. The slave trade is something that different artists have contended with in different ways all around the Atlantic Rim. Curator Andrea Girodi says 1619 is the starting point for a deep and complex conversation. I think it's something that people have latched onto because they want to have some kind of concrete moment to think about how much time has passed and really how much time hasn't passed in some other ways. Each of the exhibition's 29 works explores the tentacles of slavery that are woven into the fabric of the Americas. Oberlin professor Matthew Reary co-curated the exhibition. And so we wanted to, in integrating works in this exhibition from Latin America, from the Caribbean, from the United States, and from Africa, show much longer transnational histories of slavery that don't necessarily have a, a solid historical starting point, but as the exhibition makes clear, don't necessarily have an end either. There's a faint hymn playing throughout the gallery, coming from a video installation of a woman in a white dress wading slowly into blue waters. This is Amazing Grace being sung by the artist Wangechi Mutu, who was born and raised in Kenya, in her native language of Gikuyu. Riri says the artist had assumed the song had come from the black cultures of the American South. And she was surprised to learn later, through her research, that the song was actually penned by an English slave trader, a white English slave trader, who later became an abolitionist in the 1780s. The artist's voice lingers in your ears as you turn the corner towards a white canvas with burn marks from a clothing iron, evoking the shapes of slave ships and African masks. The piece is called Proctor Silex, Evidence and Presence by artist Willie Cole. Girodi says the burn marks represent the branding irons used on slaves to designate which country they originated from. And to him it also relates to domestic labor in the Americas, which for a very long time was carried out predominantly by black women. Standing before the burned canvas is a figure made out of a household iron, which represents an African statue. Specifically the figure of Ogun, a deity who is related to hard work, to persistence, but also specifically to iron and to fire. And Yoruba religion is a religion that has persisted and thrived in the United States. So as much as he's alluding to that absence, that loss, he's also putting front and center the persistence and the transformation of African religions in the Americas. The works in the exhibition delve into the complexity of how slavery robbed millions of their own histories and forever altered generations. This was a major point that we wanted to bring forth in the show, is that there is something about the history and the trauma of slavery that makes it almost unrepresentable. 
what you see are a lot of contemporary artists who are reckoning with this problem of visibility and this problem of complicity in looking at what is difficult to understand, what is hard potentially to process. But it's that complexity that artist Jose Rodriguez is showing us with his 12-foot-tall shrine to the patron saint Regla. It includes an elaborately embroidered cape representing the transition from African deity to Catholic saint. But where the face would be is a mirror. All of that history belongs to all of us. And that on a certain level, as human beings, we're all connected. And, and we all are affected by events in history. Regardless if you're the perpetrator or the perpetrated. After Lives of the Black Atlantic runs through May at the Allen Memorial Art Museum at Oberlin College. With this week's State of the Arts, I'm Mark Earhart, 89.7 WKSU. State of the Arts is WKSU's regular look at arts and culture in Northeast Ohio, Fridays on Morning Edition. Support for State of the Arts is provided by the William M. Weiss Foundation.